Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 146 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Psycho Cow, and joining me in the orange sidewinder for this episode are Head of Health and Safety, Ben Eidlevice Moss Woodward. How many names do you need? I like sitting in your lap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also, in case we forget what we've done in the past, follow that. <laughs> we are also joined tonight by, of course, our head of station archives, Colin Phoenix Defire Ford. Good evening to you. Good good evening. Unfortunately, I'm also seem to be sat on your lap. Mm. <laughs> I have heard it said before that I have a mighty large lap And apparently tonight we are proving that um, Good <laughs> evening to everybody You can join us if you wish We are playing live in the beta We've just docked as a multi-crew in Lave Station And we've been experiencing some of the bugs that are in the game um, So you can join us We're going to head to the civilian broadcast In our multi-crew ship And we'll have some fun uh, there So you can join us at that So if you just go to Lave Station or go around Planet Lave, you should find that around Lave Station there is an unidentified civilian broadcast join us in there if you can't get into game then you can also join us on the IRC chat channel which you can access through laveradio.com forward slash live which is also on QuakeNet on uh, this old IRC servers and just search for channel Lave Radio um, I, think, I think that's how it works and of course we are live on twitch.tv forward slash Lave Radio from Ben Moss Woodward's point of view which is funky. Um, I can see we've got Commander Baron DeKalb and Commander Payne in our local area around the station. I'm just going to invite Ben. Apparently when we docked, he decided he would nick off for a quick pee. Um, Well, I got some repairs done from that docking because it was pretty rough. Um, So, yes, it's been a, a busy, busy week, but let's find out what's been going on for Ben. What have you been up to this week? I've mainly been doing beta testy type stuff, to be honest, and um, so yeah, lo- lots of lots of multi crew testing and failing with that. Although we think we now know why it is, and it's basically because my network is interesting, shall we say? Yeah. I, I, um, so I don't may- know maybe we can get that resolved later. I'm not quite sure that that's what you you're you know how you meant to refer to as interesting. It's um, <laughs> mad mental, definitely. Aye. Uh, I also got I got Lego Worlds, um, and that played a wee bit of that as well. That's been fun. Um, I think that's really about all I've been up to that anyone really cares about. You know, I could share you photo- share photos of my daughter and things, but you know, no one else really cares about that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're nice, new, cute, and she's still got the wrapper on, daughter. <laughs> well, yes, but. <laughs> When does the guarantee go? When does the guarantee expire? I'm just, I'm not suggesting anything. Oh damn! Are you okay then? (laughs) Um, Okay then. What have you been up to this week, Colin? Uh, Well, this week I've been helping out with the uh, the prison system um, community goal. That was quite interesting because halfway through, um, a player group decided to protest. And managed to grind the whole community goal to a stop. I see your piloting skills are are up to to scratch again. Then, uh, oh, Grant, as um, we just smash into the. I'm hosting a show. Well, something's being scratched. 
hosting a show at the same time. <laughs> Good to allow a little bit. I forgot about the landing gear. I'm so used to flying a T9. The Sanaconda is the opposite of exiting the slot, so I keep forgetting to go high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apart from apart from that, I've been obviously helping out with some testing. Um, got to thank Nick, Commander Bewilderbeast, uh, for helping me out do a top shift where I was a gunner in his Ferdinands. That was quite a laugh. Um, and in real life, I've been trying to get uh, together a whole lot of new materials and new playing pieces for um, Elite Meat for the Elite Miniatures game that I that I sometimes run. So. Hopefully, um, I'll have that all in place for the beginning of April. Ooh, yes, we're looking forward to having a, a wee sample of your game. There's an awful lot of games. In fact, Delete Meat's quite a... Did we put it on the plan? Mm. We should put it on the plan and talk about that later on because we've got some more information for you on that as well. Um, yes, we have been also challenged to a game of Elite Miniatures by the Pixel Bandits. Right, we're just being interdicted by Commander... Uh, was it 6F4? Right, I'm entering gunner mode. Yep. Let me enter gunner mode. Come on. Going in fighter. They, they could be being friendly. They're in a big ship, though. They're in a, a python. Are they? Yep. Well, they're firing at us. Oops, he says. <laughs> uh, but I'm not I'm not going into... Oh, hang on. Yes, there we I are. <laughs> I can I can see him, and I have the guns on him if you wish me to fire. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll hold fire for a second. We'll let, we'll let him make his decision on what he wants to do. <laughs> Face. Although you are you are rolling out of the way of the guns, I cannot shoot him if you fire if you move all the guns out of the firing arc. <laughs> I can see you controlling yeah. guns. That's really bizarre. Sorry, everyone. It was, we were in the middle of our intro. What else have you been up to this week, or was that you managing to? Um, yeah, basically, I, I got a bit of a shock when I, I went to one of these big swanky places to get. Um, uh, to get a quote for the 3D printed models and got one heck of a shock about the pricing for these things. Um, looks like I'll, I'll have to make do with the ones I've got. So, uh, oh, he's firing, right. That was the 30 second uh, delay in the stream so that he could make his decision on what he fancied trying. <laughs> Invasive maneuvers, we are at war. Oh god, I forgot, I've got, I've got fixed weapons. Do, 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 do. With our our four pips fully in in, in weapons, um, we can really yeah. It kind of does give you a huge advantage. Is he running? No, he's not. He's turning. He is. He's turning. It doesn't matter because we shield down. Yeah, he's down at seventy six percent, and I must admit, I am enjoying the gunning. <laughs> oh, now he's running. Come back here. <laughs> Yeah, he's running. Well, let him go. Brave Sir Robin ran away. <laughs> he papped his pants. He pulled his bag. Hey, Colin, it'd be nice to him. <laughs> no. Bye, success. We'll see, we'll see you at the uh, the civilian broadcast. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you at the end. It is quite apparent, even, um, even though we'll probably talk about it more later on, that you do gain an advantage over what could have been an even match. With me being the pilot, it's very, very possible that uh, the Python had the advantage. Um, but with two extra players and a oh, fighter out there, it, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's extremely difficult. Are you going to dock, Ben? I'm coming in now, Grant. <laughs> it will not be the first time tonight that you've... This, this is just yeah. all wrong. 
I'm coming in a bit fast. Uh, well, yeah, nothing new there. So uh, we had Look an issue earlier on in like <laughs> on our our way over here, where every time we did a jump, Ben or Colin or both jumped into the pilot chair, creating this piloting stack up, and uh, <laughs> then some, <laughs> <laughs> then some. But we've got, we've got quite a few things to sort of get on with tonight, actually. So we're going to head to the civilian broadcast. We're still heading there. As long as we don't get interdicted again, we'll try and arrive there in a couple of minutes now that Ben's on board. Uh, and we'll talk about, what, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about what you're up to last week? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine for someone who just gained another year closer to death. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, myself, uh, we've been sort of busy the last couple of weeks. We're trying to get bathrooms designed and, and, <clears throat> and set up for the house to make it easier for Susie. It's one of the... The things we're doing is looking at all the obstacles in her way of being able to look after herself better um, and being able to, you know, go and get washed in the mornings, get out of the bed by herself would allow her to go and get into her bed. We've got a chair that she can get in and out of herself with obviously help by someone putting the wheelchair nearby her, but... Um, this would represent her ability to go, you know what, you're boring me with your crappy TV programs, Grant, I'm going to go to my bed now, and then she could. So this is the kind of you know freedom we're trying to get for her and have been really sort of pushing for, um, and this is our marking <coughs> the next stage, which is to adjust and fix the bedrooms um, and the bathrooms for her as well. So, yeah, fingers crossed, that's all going great. Um, last week, I didn't get much elite play this week, Um I did catch the DJ and Human streams from PAX, which was interesting and great watching. I caught up with quite a few different streamers as well, doing a lot of people getting excited about the beta. <sighs> and I kind of then went and played Daisy and H1Z1 and those kind of games to get that kind of instant gratification and, and gaming fun, um, which I needed. And yeah, came back today, still feeling a little bit under the doldrums. I think it's very easy, um, especially when you see, and I think this is was what conventions do, when you see people off having fun somewhere that you're not, you kind of get a big hump when you're, you, know, you kind of go, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I kind of felt for the, the end of this, or the beginning of this week. And tonight mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot better yeah. now, having caught up with all the bits and pieces, um, I'm feeling reignited again and a bit more engaged, which is great. And then we get a connection error. Oh, did you yeah, go I just got kicked out as well. I got kicked yeah. out. Oh, okay. Is that because there were so many people hanging around waiting for us at the Orange Side right now? I don't know. There's yeah, a... <laughs> we, got, we got kicked out so Grand could die. Oh, don't leave me here. Commander <laughs> 6F Force here. I'm not going to be any match for him on my own. <laughs> uh, it's given me actually the option to reconnect to my multi-crew. Connecting to yeah, multi-crew. Yeah, me too. We'll see what happens. Helm, it says. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. So that was the, that, that was yeah. last week, a bit of a quiet week, and, and an awful lot going on at PAX, obviously, and, and exciting stuff that they were trying to show, the, the beta and the... I didn't see anything about the PlayStation 4 version, so... Um, oh, I did. Yeah, great. We can talk about that later on then. That's fantastic. So mm-hmm. we'll just, you know, get on with it. I love the fact that we've still got under our sort of introduction and because um, it's been a while since I've hosted the show, we've still got that tonight's live radio network activity in game. Who knows? <laughs> do we still have a player faction? Yeah. Do we? We we do. We're What's under attack. Who's attacking us now? Oh, it'll be the same person. Uh, 6% influence and we're in an election 
Alright, okay. In the beta. Oh, dearie me, that was a very impressive explosion. Those have been worked on, because that was stunning. That was very oh, who different. Who did, who did you get? Um, that would have been... We killed 6F. Yeah, 6F4 Again. or 6FA. Yeah. He he died horribly there. Um, well, <laughs> let's have I can a see command. Sorry, I can no. see commander thingy. But we'll do he was actually in our Discord channel and was talking to me about how excited he was that this is his first, uh, his first chance to actually be live on the show. And you killed, and <laughs> well, we killed he's, him. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, first chance to be dead on this show. How's that? <laughs> so uh, first he's thing, helping us test multi crew. I think you know. I know that we've got the the newsletter is not in the in the, the sheet this week. Is that for uh, uh, the obvious reason that there's very little in it? I thought it is. It is there, isn't it? One six five. Yeah, but let's be honest, oh, yeah, everything that's in the newsletter is kind of talked about elsewhere. Oh, who's this you now? Are, yeah. Oh, there's, oh. There's, there's Commander Nick in his... Well, what is that? It's a federal something. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, there's Nick. I'm thinking we could probably... There's, I mean, there's the, the newsletter's got some nice links to some of the videos made with the, the new camera, vanity camera, mm -hmm. which are stunning. And I saw one tonight that someone had made a little trailer. And then, of course, there is... It looks like the Frontier secret trailer was filmed using the vanity camera too, with some other bits and pieces. And we'll talk about that later on, because it's amazing. So the first thing then is development news... And we're into the 2.3 beta update 2.0, which has a whole pile yes. of stability fixes. I don't remember commanders entering my seat when I was jumping in Super Cruise from the first beta, so is that a new added um, Well, this problem? Is, that's because multi-crew's been added. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, but multi we weren't playing multi-crew last week. <laughs> I was. I played it on the Thursday when it came in, and I had I had Mister Developer Adam Woods in my crew, and he didn't jump into my seat, and neither did any of the other commanders that joined me for a small jumper in the galaxy. So. Well, that's because Adam doesn't like you as much as we do. <laughs> Maybe I was giving like off that certain dreamer. desperate air that. It's uh, turns commanders off so much um, so it's it's interesting I know there's a couple of things that we love about the game with the, the ship names and the, the vanity and the, the hollow me which of course are not critical to gameplay I saw a lot of criticism this week what does it do for the game it just is purely for you and your own role playing and your own attachment to the game and it will make a difference and then when you're out of the cockpit it still doesn't make a difference to your gameplay it's a complete vanity system only but it does help generate a connection between you and your ship that may otherwise be you know, quite lacking actually you know because a lot of times we just don't feel attached to the game and you can just be this hollow pixel flying through these big pixels doing pixely things and, and uh, now you've got a face it kind of makes you feel that maybe you want to protect that face a little bit and not have it blown out the cockpit as I did in my first bit of multi-crew, having to get back to the <laughs> station with six minutes to spare and no canopy. And then you look at your picture and you think, oh my god, the Remlock deploys as well. This is brilliant. So, yeah, that's what I noticed in my multi-crew playing. Um, what about you, Ben? Have you had any sort of... of I'm looking at the general fixes and tweaks. Um, no longer to hold up, down, to scroll information continuously within a common UI. Didn't know that. Never used it. There's some text. Yeah, fixes. I was going to say there's a whole lot of fixes, but none of them really affected me that I'd noticed. Um, but 
I've been testing some kind of specific stuff and yeah, I didn't have any of those issues, but I've been having other other issues. Um so, you know, and hopefully these other things will get fixed instead. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's been quite a lot of different little mission fixes as well, which is good. So it yeah. does look like we're getting some repairs. The full list of fixes is available on the form, and you can find it. Passengers automatically return passengers to their homes if the mission is no longer active, and they're still in ship cabins. Yep. And we know that Beta 3 is also, it's already planned and laid out and everything like that already because um, I know there's been references to these fixes are in the their trunk build and it's scheduled for entry in beta 3 but it's not made it in yet okay so it's not in, it's not in beta 2 so there's, there's a whole load of more testing to go lots of camera checks ah! and fixes who just rammed me <laughs> what does it Baron uh, Baron Collab has just arrived in a Corvette. I have. I am tracking him now with the guns, just in case he gets a little frisky. Well, at the end of the show tonight, we'll we'll go full on stellar with everybody in the uh, the zone. So, <laughs> if you if you want to get involved in a bit of a, a bit of a rock, uh, a bit of a rumble at the end of the show tonight, then you might want to go and dock up somewhere convenient and get yourselves ready, and then come back and maybe even get some multi crews in here. Would be awesome. Um, we should be even better to see if we can see a multi-crew versus multi-crew, in fact. No, that's other ship. That's no. a sidewinder. Oh, I, I can see Commander Payne in front of us in his, his T9. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Mister maybe Payne can invite some commanders from a local area into his ship, and we can have a good old rumble. What the hell was that? Did somebody just lost a, launch a fighter? I think that was Ben. Whoa, there's another one. Yeah, that, that was me. <laughs> So plenty of action going yeah. on here, but we're going to get on. So that's the the dev updates. I've not seen anything in there that was hugely <laughs> mind-bogglingly important. Um, it just seems to be an awful lot of tweaks and, and tweaks and fixes for little things. Yeah, yeah it's all, all good stuff, but and all well, probably needed. Ah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it's it's the beta process, isn't it? It it has to yeah. be. <laughs> Yes, it, we're looking. I like this. The, someone's just put up in uh, Commander Payne's just put up looking for three foolish commanders for the HMS Battle Cow. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah <laughs> Payne's Battle Cow is a lot of fun. I was in that last night. Oh right, I thought we had the Battle Cow. No, Payne. No, no. Payne's the, he's in a he's in a Type Nine. He's in a Space Cow. Yeah, what is oh, our, right. What is not, our ship called? Not, this one. No, you named it. I can't see oh, what our ship's called. Grant, why isn't this flying the Lave radio skin, though? That's a very good question. Uh, IDPS07A, um, which is interesting. I don't know where my ship name's been. I haven't given it a name. That's why I haven't, I haven't done that. Have you not turned it on yet? No. I didn't use the name at the station because it's a relatively new ship for the Hollow Me. I was more excited about that, and I dumped my T9. Um, okay. Uh... So the other thing we noticed in our little list is... I'm not quite sure I understand that. More fully fleshed out locations. Is this... Ah. Okay, so this, like this is the... Well, it, uh, basically there are now more planetary points of interest and, well, the megaships. People have been discovering the megaships left, right and centre. And there, there are more of them to find. So... Um, have you guys seen any of the megaships? I've only seen... Uh, I have been... 
I've, I've seen the carrier. I've seen right. the science vessel. Um, obviously, you can land at Fisher's Rest, but you can't yep. land on the on the uh, science vessel. Um, and uh, Obsidian Ant, well, as per usual, he showed off a very right. red dwarf-like um, asteroid ship, which I, I thought think, was yep. amazing. Yeah, and I think um, Nat, Nat's right did a reworking of the red dwarf intro theme. Over uh, <laughs> flyby with vanity can on that, which was excellent. Oh, I, I've, I've, I've not seen that. I need to see that. Oh, but did I not put that in the notes? I'm shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shit at notes. Um, right. <laughs> I meant Command- to put that one. I, in. Ju- I, I would just point out that Commander Payne. That is the most interesting flying I've ever seen a T9 being able to do. <laughs> You've not seen me. He's talk. actually looped us. Whoever's in the Jerry Halliwell Sidewinder needs to go and have another look at their life. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, more I fleshed know. out locations. I mean, I've got my, I've got tonight, uh, as a result of one of the issues we'll bring up later on as well, I've got a brand new spanking desktop wallpaper and an extremely exciting picture that we'll go into later on as well. Um so it was just, yeah, the feedback that they've received about areas and, and scenarios feeling a little bit less fleshed out has been taken on board. And they're going to, they're, that's what there's basically, um, Steve Kirby is confirming that they intend to rework and relook at these and put more into these areas. Um, mm. Yeah, and sort of some of the, the chain missions and things like that, they're needing to, they said they were going to be doing more work in it. Yeah, they're looking at interactions and locations as well, so there's more to do. I suppose that's always the sort of first point you get in a mission anyway, isn't it? In most games, is you go somewhere, then you press a button, and it's kind of like the the old Half-Life. You know, what are you actually doing apart from going on a very long walk? And everyone else seems to get to the next destination before you, so it does raise questions of why can't I just go with you? <laughs> you seem to get there in one piece. You could have saved us an awful lot of gameplay. And that's the point. So it's where gameplay is there just for, you know, go to point A, and then you get a message, and then you go to point C and you get a different message. Is that the multi-tiered missions that we want, or do we want a bit more meaningful? Um, have you guys done any multi-tiered missions i did I think, a wee bit of yeah. them but they're just it's very much a beta setup that they've got at the moment where you've got one tier mission and then you've got another and then you've got a follow-up and then it, that's all there is but they've got a lot of potential of other things they could be doing in them okay so that's that's fingers crossed then that there's going to be some more fleshing it and that's what this is referring to as well um they're looking to in, and continue to improve the installations and other locations too so that's quite positive i think that's obviously things like the the cqc arenas that have been put in game and, and maybe actually put something in the game that makes it worth going there to be able to do something so I think it'd be awesome if you could go to those kind of locations and it was a CQC arena, then be able to dock up and then take part in CQC, accessing it in the way that we kind of always hinted at would be awesome, rather than just going to a separate menu option. You have to go to the location, to the arena, which would be a nice way of doing it. Yeah, that, that I've, I was, I've always envisioned that that might be the thing that happens. I mean, some of the... We've seen some of the CQC assets within the game already. I've, I've even taken a further lance through some of it, which is quite fun. Oops. Sorry, Bogart. Oh, 
What did you do? Oh, we're under attack now. Are you we? shooting somebody again, Grant, or is that... Maybe. Right, Oops. okay, guns up. <laughs> I think that was a mistake by Grant, not not somebody attacking us. Yeah, no, Bogart didn't do a thing wrong at all. <whistles> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bogart. You might want to go and get that dent put out. Um, no. Yeah. Who's... <laughs> Is that someone in the fighter now shooting at us? It does look yeah, like it. Yeah, Commander Bewilderbeast. Yay. The, the, what do they call it? The man they call Gene. Oh, it's getting a bit hot around here, isn't it? Oh, it is getting a bit really hot. As long as we kill Nick, that's all right. there goes is. one fighter. <laughs> yeah, we've got Nick. We are, oh, we are in trouble. I think, I think everyone's taking us out. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to wait till the end of the gate of, of the uh, the, show. the thing before we were involved. Yes. Yeah, I think everyone else had other ideas. Apparently not. Never mind. It's it's all in the game. I'm going Boom. To get... Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, the, I, I... <laughs> the multi crew session was automatically disbanded <laughs> due to a crime committed by the helm. <laughs> Well I've lost all my pips. <laughs> I'll decline those rewards if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, all four hundred, all four hundred credit fine. <laughs> Did it give you the option to take the fine with you? Does it? Oh dear. <laughs> Well, that was a good fun. Right, so where were we? Right, well, yeah. mo moving on. <laughs> Live from PAX East. Now, there was yes. a ton of content from there, although, <laughs> to be honest, a, a fair bits of it were of interest because it was kind of, you know, fleshing out information on the beta uh, and, you know, aliens and... What happened here? Did I get pulled out? Someone addicted me. Um... No, no, I'm still okay. So that we had some interesting stuff. Now, I don't know, did you watch the some of the live cast? I missed the, the, the sort of main one, but I've caught up with the David Breben um, interview, mm. which is quite, well, it's quite interesting, actually. A little bit, like, <laughs> a little bit sombre in the fact, you know, that it our did, future... Yeah, it did feel like this. <laughs> our future is it's, death. Our future has been, <laughs> has been set... See, I blame the, the the Smiling Dog crew for, or anybody that's opened fire on, on one of those uh, hyperdicted ships. It only took one of them, and they know, and they knew it would, which is why we're now all facing death. <laughs> Does anybody fancy oh. making a run to Colonia? Oh, <laughs> takes too long. Here, just here's a question, though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we saw that clip that we may or may not want to talk about that was leaked a few couple of weeks ago now in David's spiel, didn't we? Yes, he, um, was, he was talking about yeah. there being a potential a bit of leak of information, talking about you know, stuff coming up and whether or not it was staged or not, which was interesting because technically it's <laughs> yeah, not all we can, staged. Yeah, not, well, true. Not, and the, the fact that, you know, Thargoids, have, or sorry, unknown spaceships have been seen, or have they? Dum dum dum. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting uh, to see d Dave all very coy. struggle with not putting the word Thargoid in, in <laughs> all the time, and 
I think that's just to be expected yeah. that it's just natural because he wouldn't. I mean, I think it'd be ten times worse if he had a, you know, a Guardians oh. or a different race name that he then slipped in that nobody had ever heard yeah. of. There would be no hiding that gaff. So. As much as it was really... Didn't he mention Thargoid, though? And yeah. the kind of cut into the flagship? Well, not quite. Not quite as as sort of obvious as that. That was, the, you know, the, the interactions with a unknown vessel. So he was quite careful. But yeah, he had mentioned that they... From a conversation about the Thargoids being the alien aggressors of the past... Uh, then going into these videos, it, you know, it's difficult because it's not been confirmed, so we can't say it, despite the fact we all kind of think that they'll be Thargoids, but they might not be. They might be the rate. Oh, crap. Uh, they might not be. <laughs> they could, in fact, be. Did, did you actually request ducking permission here? Because we've got a, no. a trespass bounty gained. No, I didn't. Oh, dear. Um, ah, Grant, that, you that should would explain know. a few things. Only enter with permission. <sighs> I didn't see that when you're jumping in my pilot seat. Who's that cobra locked in the docking <laughs> slot? This, oh, um, oh, okay. I can get out. I can get out. I've got fifteen seconds. Fifty-seven seconds. Right. So I mean, the there wasn't anything in particular of any interest. Maybe a bit more of information on how the barnacles work and that they're a, a, an organic device that the mm. roots pull yes. minerals out the ground. But we've all kind of speculated that already. So there was nothing that made me go, "Ooh, that's Ooh. interesting." Yeah. But the video is really worth it. It's a 14-minute video, and he does talk about mm. the future of the human race and, and real-world aspects and where we are as a as a species. And um, yeah, it was quite interesting to hear his sort of talks there, and then draw the parallels with the game and yeah, alien contact in game. And you know, are we as a human race closer to you know colonizing other planets? Well, yeah, I think we are. If you watched this morning, this morning you'd have found out some information that we're. Maybe ten years away from having a colony on Mars. Potentially, oh, potentially. Well, Elon Elon's on about getting out to Mars, and even NASA though is hoping to do its mission around about twenty twenty eight. I think. So yeah, it's it's an exciting time, and and the game with the game getting so much right recently. Um, maybe oh crap, that was a boost. Nope. <laughs> oh god, you know this is actually quite. Um, I'm getting motion sickness being stuck here in the in the passenger seat while watching all this happen. So it is, it is quite a little. Bleh. Yeah, was was there anything else from the David Braven video that any of you noticed that was worth you want to bring up? I, I, I'm afraid not. I think you've covered most of um, what I was going to talk about. So. I, think, um, I mean, yeah, you're quite right about it being a, a, a little dry, but when it's a David Braben video, it, it always is a little. It's just the fact he's talking about, you know... He's always if, a bit careful. Yeah, it's, it's the mm. fact that, you know, in, in however many billion years, you know, the galaxy, we're going to crash, our solar system's going to crash into another solar system, so... Um, <laughs> That's no, that's just you know scientific sort of projection and stuff, and it's not very cheery, is it? You know, hey, look, we no. guys, we're we've 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 solved world peace. Everyone's happy. We're living as a human. Ra oh, what the hell's that? Oh, it's another solar system crashing into ours and wiping out our entire existence. Ah, oh. actually, yeah, and the the real uplifting bit is just about the time that the sun's about to blow up, the Milky Way galaxy and the Andromeda galaxy they're supposed to smash into one another. Yeah, so. 
Yeah. Why bother? Makes all these little arguments we have, and and the flat earthers, you know, what are they going to do when another, you know, perfectly round and shaped galaxy comes in and wallops us? Oh no, no, it's all flat. Yeah, he's like shuffling a deck of cards. Um, oh, that flat earthers. Oh, we have supporters all around the globe. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's just oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like you know, you, it makes you feel special, you know, <laughs> when you see these things. Anyway, we're we're, we're going way off at a tangent now. Um, so with the interview with David Braben, we had the. PlayStation 4 reveal um, with the PS4 yes. controller. Do you have any sort of information on that then, Colin? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Ed was playing the uh, the PS4 version in the first live stream that they were doing. It was basically playing through the single-player training missions. And you were able to see that the, the controller itself, um, you were able to head-look by using the controller without actually touching any of the flight sticks or anything like that. That was... I thought it's, that using was gy- it's using its gyro controls on the mm. headlock. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought that was a fantastic little addition because the one thing that I really miss when playing on the Xbox is the headlock. Uh, and when I'm playing on the PC, um, it makes you take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel... It's also, I liked how the PS4 controller one is also using its swipey panel. Mm-hmm. So it's, got, it's using its touchpad for things as well, which I thought made, it makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad to hear about it. Um, yeah, that is but good. I don't know, yeah. Do you reckon they'll maybe reverse some of this back to the Xbox to show them some love as well with regards to the controls? And no, the- because their controller sucks ass. <laughs> Of course, there was the very important yeah. announcement of the Thrustmaster, wasn't it, for the PS4? Yeah, and again, no no, no joystick support for the Xbox, because the Xbox One doesn't have joystick support. Yeah. Which, yeah, sorry, I'm showing my Xbox bias here, aren't I? Sorry. Just a little bit. We do like Xbox users, but your controller sucks, and you don't support joysticks, and I'm sorry about that. You know, shout at Microsoft, not me. No, he showed it to him as well because he's been very rude and belligerent and not very sympathetic to your cause at all. You know, never mind the Xboxers. <laughs> you, can, you can always buy a PlayStation 4. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I must admit, it, it was quite nice to uh, it was quite nice to see. Um, it looked almost exactly like the Xbox and the PC version, uh, as far as we could see. It did crash. They had a, uh, the first official... Um, <laughs> Uh, PlayStation crash live on live on the live stream, uh, but Ed and Sandro managed to hold up with that okay. Uh, so yeah, it it looks to me like you know Elite Dangerous on another console, which that means more players. It means uh, more people getting involved in this game. Um, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and the, the PlayStation. Yeah, one thing I, sorry. sorry. When you go, I I was very pleased to see that they're also going to be. There'll be graphical improvements of the Xbox, sorry, the the PlayStation versus the PlayStation Pro. So if you've got a Pro, then you'll be getting even better graphics than the normal PlayStation guys. And the place, so you're getting, you know, you paid a bit extra for your console. You got a better, and it's giving you the better graphics for it, which seems reasonable to me. Mm. Although one thing I didn't notice is that they said they had nothing to announce as far as the VR headsets concerned. That's a shame. But then again, as of 
until Thursday they had nothing to announce. Sorry, until Friday they had nothing to announce about joystick support. So that's yeah. part of the course for Frontier, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's just it's, that's one of the first thing that uh, everybody asks when I when I say it's coming to the the PlayStation. The first thing that they ask is, "Oh, that mean can we use the VR headset with it?" Because yeah, it's, it's the key it'll thing. be dangerous. Has the reputation of being the VR game. Really? Apart from that, what that new one which was released uh, on the Oculus, I can't remember what it was called. Robo Recall. Apparently, that's quite good. There's, I mean, there's a few good titles, and hopefully, Elite Meet will be able to show off some of these amazing um, VR experiences, um, especially with Frontier as well, with the Elite Dangerous there. Um, but yeah, I think you know, when it comes to the PlayStation Four, there's an awful lot of people that have got their PlayStation Fours and they're excited about it, but they're really, really, really wanting to to see VR on the PlayStation using Elite, and who can blame them? <laughs> you know, nope. it's it's what's going to be that it's going to be the affordable inroad to playing Elite in the super sexy experience that people deserve to have when they're playing Elite Dangerous. It is by far one of the most comfortable and enjoyable and rewarding VR experiences. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, how much is the VR headset at the moment for the PlayStation? It's the, it's, was it three five nine? 359 plus on top of that the actual PlayStation itself and if you want the kind of hands tracking as well so you're talking what 299 for the PlayStation Pro so that's the sort of upgraded hardware to make it interesting 359 Mm -hmm. for the controllers you've got a camera which is already about 80 quid and then you've got the touch so, controls, which are another 80-odd quid, and there's a new version then coming out soon, and, and you won't get them cheaper second-hand because they're all money-grabbing so-and-sos, so you're talking, yeah, about eight, £900. £800-£900, which is a heck of a lot cheaper than getting a full Oculus Rift set-up PC. Oh, yeah, because you're talking oh, yeah. well, 350 The Rift alone's have got to be about that, isn't it? Yeah, 350 mm. for your for your graphics card at least, and then, yeah, 549 for your Oculus headset. And then if you want touch, that's another 200 quid. Uh, if you want yeah, Vive, it's 699, unless it's come down particularly much. I don't think it has. So, yeah, it definitely is a slightly cheaper option, and you've got the benefit of being able to get the benefits of the Blu-ray capabilities of the PlayStation. That's a big thing anymore. But also the connection and the software that is in there and other games too. So, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a viable contender for being an affordable family present that you know that fathers can pretend is for the kids, but actually... <laughs> Actually, just just for elite, thanks. I'm sure it's educational. I'm going to show the kids the galaxy. I'm going to show them our solar system. Show them what it's like. We're going to go out and we're going to try and find stuff before NASA does. Um, <laughs> it's making it quite an easy sale, yeah. isn't it? It really is. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, when I got my Spectrum in the old days, that was what I sold. Oh, it's a computer. Don't worry. You. It's not like the old Atari VCS. I can do things on it. <laughs> <clears throat> Like joystick wagglers and break the membranes. Um, <laughs> where else? Are we? What else have we got? We've got, oh yes, the unknown trailer. Oh my gosh. That unknown trailer that was shown is amazing. Um, let's see, how can we... Have you got it queued up, Ben? <laughs> are we after the watershed no. yet? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me a second. I'll get it. Tri- I'll get it queued up. Shall you I? Get, yeah, because what we'll do is we'll, you know, obviously, if you're if you're listening to this, it, we'll put the links up oh, on our and, show notes. Yeah, we need to give a description. We need to give a guys a description if we're watching a video, because people very validly said, you know, oi, you know, it sucks from an audio perspective. Watch listening to people watching a video. Ooh, look at that. Wow, I've never seen graphics like that. Ooh, is that really an exactly. alien? Exactly. Yeah. It's a bit cool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is. But funny. And we do, we do a <laughs> <laughs> It's not a particularly it's what a couple it's not even a minute, is it? Is it's it? it's 58 seconds. It, no, it's under 58 seconds actually. Um I'm just going to make sure I'm muted. Um but yeah, it's it's very Exciting to see! It's a uh, a great. I I reckon this was used using made recorded using the vanity cameras because of the the sort of angles and stuff, and yeah. Will you let me know when you're ready? Okay, dokie. Well, I think I am nearly ready, and there, and now I'm sharing my screen and full screen, so that should be good. Okay, so ready. Okay, playing. Play. Uh, we've got the spiky cobra first, which is nice, and then loads of skin jobs with the commanders. Yeah, they've got sort of. But I like how it's telling a. Sorry, it's, they've got it's that... telling a nice wee story, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's the it's the spiky cobras is sexy for a start. Then they've got kind of they seem to have yeah. more facial customization markings, which is amazing. The the cobra goes in. Uh, is that a cobra and an asp? Yeah, they've got a spiky asp there. And it's special, and then they land the planet. The SRVs are deployed, and they go heading off into the gloom, into what looks like a manufactured tunnel of somewhat. And then all power disappears, and Bill and Ben, flower pot men, swing in, casting a large sunflower shadow over the ships, which then grind to a halt. And it gives off a gigantic alien fart noise. Um, <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, it dumps us to a, a classic Robocop Starship Troopers advert. Would you like to know more screen and your options to click on buttons and to go in and find out about the Horizons uh, game and stuff? So uh, I think the spiky ships are stunning. Yep. The, I think someone's been catching up on their Firefly. <laughs> the bit is a bit reaverish. I've seen a lot of people commenting that as well. And uh, you've got a, a comment from Stu Barbs uh, regarding the alien tunnel. Mm. Yes. I mean, who who dug those tunnels? How were you able to dig those tunnels? It does. does that mean that we've got tunnels to explore in SRVs? And then down into caverns and planets. I mean, are we going to get the the Millennium Falcon shooting out of an asteroid? Actually, it was just the guts of a worm. Is that going to happen in our SRVs? Because, yes, that would be awesome. And it looks like it's the next step in the sort of uh, alien interdictions, potentially. We'll be on planets and we'll find ourselves being shut down as we're scanned from above. Or mm. maybe more. Maybe we're going to reach well, ground vessels. That could be pretty spectacular. Yeah, have we got an eight hundred credit bounty on us? Maybe. Ah. I wouldn't be surprised if we did. People are asking, "Is it worth it?" 
<laughs> we escaped last time. We got uh, prepared and we came back and we took out three of you. So, you know, make your call. <laughs> uh, do I have to go back into the gun- gunning view this time if Colin's flying? Yeah, you might have to. I, c- I couldn't get into the gunning view. Now, I did not catch any of the Q&A from PAX East. Now, Ben, was that one of the ones you were watching? I watched a wee bit of it and I've also... So... Yes, I, I suppose I can say kind of yes, um, but it all happened obviously whilst it was. Yeah, I was basically off doing doing father son time stuff. Okay, well, was there anything that was raised during the Q and A that you feel were, or even Colin, is there any sort of Q and A points that were raised that you feel are really worth getting out there? Yes, there there are. I mean, there was an awful lot of um, requests to have the gunner role in single player, if you like. To which Sandro just went, no, you're not having that. <laughs> and I was quite relieved about that because that was the the big... Uh... Why are you that's requesting what you voice were scared prompts? About. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I was scared of. No, um, someone's requesting voice comms on, on our little... Uh... Ignore it. It'll probably it's you. Be, yeah, it's me being a... It's bar. you, yeah. I was typing something. <laughs> oh, a grant. Yeah, um, there, there was an awful lot... There were about three or four questions where... Um, they all asked about putting the gunner, putting the ship in autopilot, moving into the gunner role. Uh, to which Sandra says, "No, that's not what multi-crew in the gunner role is for. Uh, the, it's it's something to add to the multiplayer, and it takes." And the, they agreed with me, which I was quite relieved about. That it takes away from the elite experience, where you know um, you're supposed to be you in your cockpit. For the majority of the time, and if you went to the gunner mode, it would, it would break the immersion, and you might as well start playing freelancer, which I didn't like. Okay, yeah, well, that was when you're, you, we we could struggle to understand, and then after the show last time, we were chatting about it and finally got it into our heads what it was your, your issue was, and it would just totally change the whole feel of the game, so it makes sense now. Um, but yes. It's funny, funny that I had to actually say freelancer before everybody finally understood what I meant. <laughs> I didn't understand what you meant because I've not played freelancer. Oh. But by the sound of things, that's probably possibly a good thing. Um, well, you know the um, the other game? The yes. other game feels like it's set up for mouse and keyboard. Yes. Um, it's same exact, with, yeah. yeah, exactly the same kind of feel, really. Okay. Yeah, that's yucky. Okay. A bit spongy yeah. and yucky. Oh. Um, but yeah. in, in the, the other... Yeah, the other thing was this: the, the last thing that Sandro said before signing off. I mean, fair play to him. The guy was dying that <laughs> at the time. That, yeah. His throat was going something like crazy. But he said something about repair limpets, and then this interesting yes. one: bounty hunter limpets. And that, I just went, about? "Oh, that would be great!" Hey? Imagine being. I like... How did you get? Imagine off? being. <laughs> that just that's just the ultimate insult as a criminal and as a space what pirate. What bounty hunter limpet actually do? You've been destroyed yes, by a thing. bounty hunter limpet. No, no, no. It's a tra- I, I, I'm hoping it's a tracker. You hit a bounty <gasps> oh, hunter. Oh, that would be awesome. And you hit someone. It, oh yes, bounty- yes, that would be so cool. And they suddenly appear in the in the galaxy map, and you're able to track oh, them. Oh, that would yes, that would be awesome. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yep. But then that's just going to end up with you know, ship scraping services where you drive through a big sort of space car wash <laughs> and it'll brush off any limpets attached to your hull. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they did might, make some good things that. about, you know, they're talking about the engineer roles and things like that. Mm. And, you know, Front is saying, you know, it's definitely still, it's not something they've discounted. Um, it's just that they're, hang on, that's Payne attacking us again. Oh. Not Payne, it's CF, um, F64. Oh, oh, I think we're, we're disconnected. Dead. Oh no! We're d- okay, we're disconnected. Fair enough. Why? Um, Why does it always leave me to myself? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was. I was glad to see though that they they're not discounting the idea of the engineers uh, as a role in game. It's basically they had to get something that was frank. To be frank, quick and fun mm-hmm. out there. And you know, as a as a quick, this is quick. This is fun. It's an easy win for them to see how people take it. Mm. I mean, going I, in I, and doing pew 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 just is so easy. It's a, it's, it's a no brainer. I mean, a good example to see about how the engineer role would have worked is, of course, the original I War. Now, the problem with the engineer role in that particular game is that. Poor engineer had nothing to do until your ship started getting damaged, and then then it was all manic. So can you just Aye. imagine? Uh, there's you in the engineer role, watching the gunner and the pilot and the fighter pilot having a great amount of fun, and that's you watching the technical readouts going, "Aye, captain, you've got plenty of power going there. Oh, she <laughs> can take it. Don't worry. Oh, I'm bored." Aye. But, I mean, I, I've got... I've already said, I think, that uh, if I'm going to gun of you again, so enter roll, I'm a gunner. I think I'm a gunner. <laughs> oh, we're in space, that's why. Okay. Um, yeah. You know how the gun of you at the moment, you jump into your turret mm-hmm. and then you... you spin around and you do, you shoot things. But why can't you spin around and have a directed shield, for example? Yeah, I mean that uh, was something that. There's, so there's things that could be done. Yeah, that could yeah, be quite I mean, fun. Um, oh, I, a, I think it's, it's, it's like a 3D version of Breakout, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's just yeah, you know, you're spinning around and you got your shield going. There's somebody mm. shooting at us. Yes. Grant. Oh, Grant, what have you done? It would also be perhaps advisable for you guys to hold your breath for about five minutes and 30 seconds. Well, have you farted? <laughs> I don't think they've implemented How do I get my remlock turned on? How do I get my remlock enabled? Uh, we left the um, civilian broadcast in a little bad, bad shape. So there's a Reddit Q and A summary which we can put up in our show notes as well, so you can catch yeah. and have a look through that at your leisure. Um, I think there is one key takeaway actually. Is gosh, yeah. You know how we're talking. Oh, of, no. You know how we're talking about space legs and things like that. Or yes. Elite oh feeds. yes. Um, so they're asking how will telepresence and multi-crew work in the future with space legs and EVA gameplay? And somebody else is shooting us again. Yeah, this is Payne. Yep. We're going to take him out in his uh, his battle code. Okay, well, sorry stream, I'm going to... Oh, fiddlesticks, I've just been kicked out of the servers. Oh, well, I'm going to do the stream and do this podcasting thing and not play the game. Um, so basically, San- Sandy's saying, just to set the record straight, space legs and EVA gameplay, it's way off in the future. 
Mm. It's a goal. He's talked to David about it. And it's always been part of David's core vision for what Elite really is, even from way back in the day. It's always been about you're the person in a real futuristic setting and you know just a ship. However, I think it's also fair to say that Elite Feet is effectively dovetailing a whole new game into Elite. Frontier are taking steps towards it and it's their end, their end vision, but they're not yet that. It's a long mm. way off and when it does come, by the time, if we get there, if we manage it, I'm sure we'll have time to sort out any inconsistencies as he describes it that need to be sorted out. Which I think is basically reiterating what they've always said, that you know, David is wanting it, it's coming. This is making me think, is it further away than we suspected it would be, though? Because I, I think it's fair to say that a lot of people are thinking Elite Feet is going to be Season 3. Yes, that's that's what I was thinking, but um, it does seem that Elite Feet is going to be quite a way off. Well, or is that just Sandy saying, "Well, Christmas is a long way off"? Well, no, I have a I have a horrible feeling it's going to be a lot more than just um, nine months. So, do you think it might be season four or something like that? Ooh, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be even further now. It's a it's an interesting one. I mean, it's, we can obviously we can ride that speculation comet and um, guess, but you know you might as well be sort of you know trying to predict what the weather's going to be like at this time next year. Uh, uh, that's true. I mean, Stephen's saying Stephen Usher's saying he's thinking it might even be as late as season season eight or nine. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a that's an awful lot. I mean, you. Going back to the other game, we've all seen how much trouble it is to integrate um, first-person mechanics into that one. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my okay. goodness. Oh. Jeez. You're certainly used, not used to flying something this long, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah, and I could just say that when you're in a passenger seat and you're not controlling this and you can just see how someone is flying, it yes, you do feel a bit queasy. I'd hate to do that in VR. Well, that's That'd the probably thing. be a vomit comet, that one. Uh, a multi-crew a multi in VR could be spectacular. Um, I think Commander Payne is intent on collecting our bounty, which is... <laughs> I see now. Can, can't we pay our bounty off? Can't we become clean? No, <laughs> no, we've committed too many crimes. Uh, they're luck. We're lucky they let us dock. <laughs> now the next thing on our on our on our um, agenda is is spectacular. Uh, it's the Pax promo images, and I have to say that I now, as a result of the Pax promo images, have a brand new, spanking, stunning desktop wallpaper, which is that massive uh, mega ship that looks like something from a science fiction movie, um, and the spiked cobra attacking it. Yeah, that does look amazing, doesn't it? So, yeah, that's. Uh... I, just, I see you have problems getting back into game, by the way. Yeah, my, I've just tried to re or at least restock back you. my ship and it's now continuously giving me a standby message. But the other images that were, were part of that um, 
were equally beautiful stuff. You know, it really is quite pretty. Um, we've got the kind of what they called the Scriveners or Scriveners, the first ships, uh, which kind of look like industrial mining ships, uh, kind of skirting mm. above an asteroid field. We've then got this beautiful, massive structure with the rings in the middle being attacked and parts of the rings breaking and this stunningly dangerous-looking spiked cobra um, zooming in. We've then got the strange co-pilot with kind of green gloves on, or sorry, orange gloves on, colour blindness kicking in there, sorry, uh, orange blind uh, gloves on, which seem to be a bit damaged. Certainly there's a, seems to be a bit weird looking, not sure if that's maybe a graphical glitch or not, but again, a custom flight suit, which is quite cool, matches the rest of the cockpit. Um, and then we have an asteroid Orbis, maybe? It looks yeah. a bit like Freehome or something. Well, yeah, it does look like Freehome. And that one's a st- I, I, stunning picture. I can't, yeah, I can't see anything else in there that would... It's concept art rather than... No, that's in-game. Well, I'm sure that's that's in-game. Well, in-game, it would have the name of the station underneath it. And that doesn't... Well, but I can see. Yeah, maybe because it's... Well, I don't know. That one could be concept art, but it's hard to believe, given the sort of stunningness of the graphics, that it's not game engine. Um, The other ones certainly look like game engine. Yeah, Yeah. it might be. I'm not sure. So I would, I would suspect that that's game engine is just maybe missing its name or it's not got a name because it's not possibly yeah. It's a secret asteroid belt. Dumb dumb dumb. Oh, you mean the, the one in the one in Gateway? You mean? Shh! Don't tell. No one talks okay, about sorry. the station at Gateway. <laughs> um, so the uh, I, thought, I thought we didn't talk about the the one in Barnard Star. Well, there's one in Barnard Star as well. No, I mean we don't talk about the station that's in Barnard no, Star. No, we don't talk about the. We don't talk about Cubicle Three there, anyway. Well, that's that's no, Cubicle Three's that, fine. It's um, it's yeah, it's what is the station? Where is Docker set? Nobody really knows. It's out there somewhere. Barnard <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Star. <clears throat> There's nothing else there, is it? No, we didn't know. We started writing it before we had the game. We had no idea. We still don't have any idea what we're doing. Um. So the other thing we've got on our, our little agenda again is a help guide on how to get connected, um, which is again back down to the crikey, the original multiplayer beta when it went live and people weren't getting in and then they gave us all yep. these different options and, and fixes that you can use in your app data uh, config files and uh, changes you can do in your routers. The only advice I will give you is if you have your own sort of router system at home where you've got your broadband connection and they've provided you with a router, generally speaking, UPnP is enough. If you have a Ben setup where you've introduced lots of bizarre bits of equipment and just left them because they worked without doing anything on them, <laughs> you may find yourself... Beyond, but the key thing is the machine that you are playing on needs to have free access to the ports and be able to be connected to from the outside, and that's where the issues come from. So if you've got a very tight firewall rules, you might find it tricky. You might want to set up PMP or port forwarding. What's the port they need to forward? Fifty-one hundred. Fifty-one hundred, and uh, um, but there's other ports as well you can do. Yep. Yeah, so but, the, but they're all in the fifty-one X X range. 
it's something that is likely to affect you when this beta goes live uh, a little bit. So if you're one of the people that has problems getting, uh, maybe not getting into other people's wings because their networking can compensate for that, but maybe you've had nightmare getting your friends to join you in a wing when you invite them, then this is probably a document that's important for you if you want to make your multi-crew seamless or even fix your wing issue too. So pay attention to that. We'll get it up in the show notes as well. Um, yep. Next the only other thing I want to add, I want to add in that Frontier are basically saying, if you are having any multi-crew issues, log it, submit a bug report, but also include your network log with that as well, because that just tells Frontier basically what the hell went wrong. Yeah, where, where the loss and, of communications and, from. Yeah, and from that, at the very least, they can go off and say, well, you're a numpty, you've got your network set wrong, try doing this. Or they can identify ways they can fix it at their end. Looks like my game crashed. I'm just going back to the main menu and I'll come back in. Mm. What's happening? So the newsletter is next on our focus. Uh, We have the packs information. We have a store spotlight with their wonderful skins, new skins and pirate paint jarbs. If you want to be a pirate in the South Country, it's the farmers you've got to watch for. (laughs) That's as far as I can tell anyway. It's always farmers that are pirates. (laughs) <laughs> well, we, well, we just if South Country Jumping just gets Steph or Crash to t- talk about it, yeah. But it, I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. It's always farmers, you know. I don't know why they just are. There we go. You're welcome. Oh, oh God's no. sake! <laughs> right. Next, you're going to tell me they all shop at Argus. <laughs> <laughs> what, and the favourite element is Argon. Ooh. <laughs> Dong. I'll be here all week. <laughs> right, the other thing is a community central point is talking about the new factions that are arriving in Colonia. Not the Hutton Truckers, sadly, this week, but we have the Knights of Colonial Karma, Rock Research Ring, Like Dealer of Colonia, the Fuel Rats of Mischief, INO Research, and that is the current player groups that have made it all the way out to Colonia. More going, the Colonia expansion community goals continue. Um, there are two other community goals. One looks to be for Lauren's Legion and its Tantalum, and the other one is a military militia, which seems to be a strange way of putting two words together in the XI 2 loopy system. Um, so that's your community goals running this week. Uh, as I say, it's very difficult when you go through the, the newsletter. There's not much in this one at all of any sort of interesting fact. We've got some links to the terrific trailer that was made uh, by Tensor Gaming. We have postcards from the Cosmos, from Commander Samsel7, and Commander Banana, Banana Hawkins. More? But no, <laughs> no, it's not. They put that in the newsletter. Okay. Oh, it's Commander. How how did they get away from with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say it because they published it, so it must be okay. So the technical term <laughs> is Commander Banana Wa Four Nix is in awe of the <laughs> asteroid station and made a video like this. If you are going to submit a video to Frontier, make sure that you have the most inappropriate name you can <laughs> so that we hack out even call you Banana Wanks. But that's what they're called. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, and then we've got that's another... All, that's all there with Mike Litteris, isn't it? Yes. 
Oh, dear me, Commander, Commander. Sorry, yes. We also then have some pictures of the constantly appearing uh, ships developed in Lego, and we've got one from Joe Hogan, who has uh, assembled an ASP Explorer, which is cool. We all want Lego starships. We do. We all want them. We want them. Yeah. Yes, and you got to remember, Joe Hogan is Frontier's audio guru. Yeah, is he the one who did the SRV also did in Lego? He is also the one who did the kick-ass SRV, yes. Yeah, we want one of them. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, they're f- fantastic. I mean, if only I could get them to the right scale, I'd use them in the miniatures game instead. Mm. Why? Well, then, that's a nice extra feature, isn't it? It'd be like, you know, the Lego miniatures game. Elite Lego miniatures. <laughs> Elite dangerous Lego miniatures, you'll have to say, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Don't do... Sorry. Retraction. <laughs> Retraction. <laughs> yes, and actually, we've, oh, God. We've, got, we've got more on that later <laughs> yeah, as well. The, the pi- pirate radius is pi r squared. Oh, God, no. Oh, please, no. You've not punned us out with pirates, have you? <laughs> uh, oh. And your, the favourite video game is super r type. And the one thing that they do love, of course, is that you know they thoroughly enjoy patches. Yes. Honestly, I am grinding my teeth so madly now. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, they preferred the old version, though, because it was a oh. bit. Well, Grant will be doing some grinding soon enough as he tries to fly his anaconda out the the stopping <laughs> slot. Oh, just leave, leave, leave it. Oh, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, not too far. Ah, boost. Oh, got stuck. Ah, yucks. Right. So we're out. Uh, Appar- we're- apparently, last week I got into trouble at work. For sending um, a little emoji icon to somebody, because apparently the little post, what is it, the post box, that that's supposed to be some kind of provocative thing now. And I asked about it and said, what? "Yeah, that's because yeah, you know, you got the little, you know, the little what looks like the American post box that they've got outside all their houses with a little oh, flag that goes up and down." Yeah. Okay. Apparently, if you send that to somebody over emojis, you're, that could be sexual harassment because you're sh- sending them, you're sending them a mail slot. <laughs> this is news to me and me. Uh, that changes I, the meaning of send postman. Send me a mail. <laughs> send me a mail, and I got. So you do know that sexual harassment? And what? <laughs> it's sexual harassment, yeah. panda. <laughs> Gonna lick your stamp. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, at work we had. That's a new uh, case for all the people that give you junk mail. <laughs> God, I'm going to sue Domino's for sexual harassment. Uh, uh, yeah, we 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 just had to sign away our code of conduct review thing again this year, saying you know we're not going to go and do weird sexual harassment things or whatever. You're not going to go and do them. Is, is, is there an option? Or something. Is there, is there an option where you can choose to? Well, you, you can basically say, I sign, you know, I, I accept this apart from these specific cases. So maybe you can. Oh, I don't know. It's just, it just seems to be sometimes we just, we're just going mad. Anyway, we're way, way off mm. our, our main discussion, yes. which is up next, yes. which of course is uh, non existent. Um, we don't have a main discussion tonight, and if I hadn't brought that up, you'd never have known. 
um, because we could have moved on to some of the other interesting stuff we've got, which is in our community corner. Um, so we're going to move on to community corner, which is all about the amazing things going on in the surroundings of the frontier offices the the stuff going on by other people uh, we have another charity drive coming up which is by commander awesome and it's he's calling it a payback party for special effect and it's quite key, he basically wants to do something special to commemorate his attempts to trigger Triple Elite. He's really close to doing it and he is going to start streaming and he's not going to stop streaming until he has completed the Triple. Um, now, where did it go? There's that. I'm just going to get the... It's www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash CMDR awesome. Now, I think it's happening on Saturday... Uh, let me just double check the date. Where does it tell you? I'm oh, normally these things are so clear that I cannot see them. Anyway, for all one million credits, he makes it's next Monday from 8pm so for every 1 million credits he makes in game he will be donating a pound to special effects he has his just giving page open with a target of 300 pounds he hasn't got any donations yet so if you are feeling particularly you know generous the charity is special effects and we don't really need to say too much more about special effects because they are just such a deserving charity they do amazing work for making gaming accessible to everybody whether it be through a physical trauma whether it be from birth it is the stuff they do is spectacular and we cannot praise them enough and they will be at elite meet later on as well so do go and say hello to them and talk to them about what they do and then you will become absolutely 100% assimilated into the special effects charity. You just cannot do anything. It's gaming we take for granted, and we love the escapism, we love the fun it brings us, and they bring that to everybody, no matter what their abilities, and do their best to make sure that everyone has access to gaming. Maybe not as complex as Elite, but they still... The, the looks and the faces in their videos just... They tell you everything. Mm. Yeah, didn't uh, Van Dien give uh, Special Effect a a wee challenge about making Elite accessible or helping make it more accessible? We gave, yeah, there was a or challenge set down yeah. that the truckers would, would basically create a convoy behind their first ever ga gamer and it was close, I believe there excuse me, we, we were hoping to mm -hmm. have our, their first sort of Elite Dangerous pilot brought in um, as soon as possible but there was a possible okay. candidate but I'm not sure what happened I'll have to speak to Dave about that and see but yeah we, we wanted to make sure that they had a copy of Elite Dangerous available to them and we were excited about that prospect and it'll still be on the cards um, and I know that um, Commander can reign in game is Baz who is a representative of Special Effects I, and you couldn't meet a more passionate member of staff such a lovely, as well he's just such a nice guy it's impossible to do that kind of work without having, you know, the the just the, the stuff that they do. It just, you know, makes right. makes life special for other people, and you know, you can't come away from that being a miserable old sod like us. <laughs> 
So, what else have we got? We have got the... That's that Commander Awesome. So we can put a link to that Kickstarter as well. On the show notes, we have uh, a very interesting development from HCS Voice Packs that they announced this week that they are looking to expand into the text-to-speech parts of gaming and they're going to be running a crowdfunded, probably a Kickstarter, to raise funds to create their first ever text-to-speech integration. Now, you might be wondering, what's the big deal with that? Um, it really is. We think if you've got the, crikey, what was it called now? The ED... So, Grant, Yes. What I, I, I love the HCS voice packs and I'm using voice attack with it. Why would I... Why does uh, HCS want to not use voice attack and use their own thing? That's is that, is, would that be a nice setup? For well, you? not really, because it suggests it's out with voice oh, attacks. But it's kind of it's <laughs> oh, kind well. of like that. But if you can imagine that, rather than having to read the text messages, so it says, you know, your communications come in. There's one more in the cockpit from Commando Palm. There, there's no one in the cockpit. Yes, there is. I'm sitting right here. Oh, there's no one in your cockpit either. You're right. There's no one flying his ship. I can't get into your cockpit. Oh, never mind. Oh, we've got ghosts, ghosts flying the ships. Yeah, ghost ships. Um, Everyone's disappeared. So if you can imagine you get an incoming message, and whereas currently voice attack only gives you confirmations to the commands you've got, it can only give you pre-recorded messages, so it's not able to take wild cards in because obviously the pre-recorded work by the actors can only be used for what they've recorded. And if they want to add more, they have to get the actors back into the station. So what we're talking about here is breaking down the voice into into the bits so that you can construct... And this is me guessing, by the way. I'm totally and utterly speculating. But I can only imagine that the only way you'd be able to, to, to build a text and then produce it in the voice of somebody is if you break their, down their voices into the various different sounds and that the words are then recreated in those breakdowns or you have to get one actor to sit and read the dictionary yeah I mean that's how they did Siri isn't it because they, they basically had uh, someone do all the phonetic sounds that are possible in the alphabet and and <laughs> well, then effectively had a Siri all sort of plaster them back together again Exactly, but it opens up the fact that you'll get more response from your ship and it will probably be much more work for an actor in the once but then their voice will be able to be adapted to all circumstances i'm not sure how that works with for sort of emotional responses or things but i think combinations would be amazing so it's a huge change in direction they kind of said they've not done it before because there's plenty of other places that do it well, but now they feel that they would be able to bring something new to it, especially around the APIs in Elite, so that they can pull information out. And whereas, I can't remember what the plug-in currently is, EDD, EDIO? Is it the one that plugs in and when you jump into a station, into yeah, an area, yeah. it gives you it the... Yeah, and tells you stuff. Yep. yep. So things like, you know, you're, oh, your, your hull is at 50%, Captain. That kind of instant feedback would be spectacular. The stuff that's missing. Um, so that's what they're planning on doing. They're hoping to get a Kickstarter going at some point. I think the word was soon. Um, mm. But I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it could be. Um, it could be. It could be interesting. So it's not going to be like, um, say, Brent Spiner or whatever sitting in your cockpit. It's going to be a generated thing recorded by somebody. 
Well, hopefully, actually, recorded by Verity. What they're doing is yeah, they, they can get her samples. It's going to be designed with profiles for voice attack in mind, and then some of the Aye. APIs that are available for the game. Uh, they do have, example, the Elite Dangerous Journal in mind. So they're looking for doing that. Um, and I'm just trying to see the suggestions of an actor being brought in, but not mentioning who, which is exciting. So it could be anyone. But what mm-hmm. you'll be noticing at the moment is every time Frontier introduce new features and functions, HCS then have to reduce, uh, produce a new update with the actors and yeah. the original actors coming back into the studio, re-recording the new phrases like things like invite to crew as opposed to invite to wing. And if you had it broken down into a series of words, you could construct that, but that's not great for new sentences. And so therefore, if you can break words down into sounds, can you then reconstruct words from those sound fragments in order to create the new sentences? That would be ideal. Saves on studio time. Uh, over the long haul and also allows the games to just continue to develop without the HCS guys having to have a heart attack every time Frontier announces a new beta well yeah but the downside to that of course is they're going to have to compensate the the actors more because when you think about it if if you have handed over effectively your voice to um, for for them to to basically uh do with as they please. They could make your voice say anything, <laughs> and you know, that's the last thing you want. Really, is all of a sudden you hearing your voice being used in a way that you wouldn't want to be, you know, we wouldn't want to appropriate. Congratulations, floppy banana! You have permission to dock and things like that. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of let's sell somebody's voice to uh, uh, to a company they wouldn't actually want to have. have be associated with <laughs> yeah i mean yeah you make right there's a sort of legal issue with those but that's not um really for the end user to worry about because it's, it's just a case of yeah you don't that's what one of the biggest problems are if for example if you've got um the likes of james t kirk and he's talking about star wars you've got potential conflicts of interests and licensing there where so there's going to be a lot of things to consider but they're they've dealt with this they've done they've done this for you know for the best part of what three years and uh, yeah so there's three years now yeah (laughs) so he's 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 well aware of what he's got on his plate and what he's doing so i'm excited to hear that and we will of course keep you posted when that voice pack with that kickstarter kicks off and we'll see and keep an eye on how that goes um, what else have we got EDRPG came back yes it did they were taken out of Kickstarter by a potential legal threat Kickstarter respond by suspending the project the or makers of the project then basically wrote back with their evidence to show that they were indeed okay to do this project that they had the full license and kickstarter suspend them for a period of i don't know two weeks or something giving the aggrieved party a chance to then lodge uh, an objection or legal paperwork which would then start the legal process and would stop the project coming back on air they did not respond they did not submit any paperwork and therefore the edrpg managed to come back got its funding finished raised a massive 
£86,913. We are going to get our EDRPG. We are going to get a number of the uh, backing rewards, including the GM cover or card is going to be there. Josh Attack will be doing artwork for it. So that's spectacular news. With regards- oh, I'm looking forward to the Josh Attack artwork. Yeah, I know. Just you know, it's kind of like that giving the original feel of the alpha. It should be spectacular. Mm. Now, I know that the fiction and the lore books are potentially going to be coming out in the future. They will do something to kind of gauge whether or not it is a viable project before they undertake anything like that. So that could be a long way off, but it's not basically in the bin it might happen they're just not sure and uh, it all depends on the sales of the um of the actual unit so um how do you have you played you've, you've played it ben haven't you with me ah i was with you yeah i was with you and fuzzer and jarvis and boo what did you think i had a blast doing it i loved it um i got well i i I played it true to character and took the lift down instead of jumping mad mad and jumping into a cargo canister thing. And that kind of got me killed, which I'm not bitter about at all. That was one of my favourite moments. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I I loved it. I liked the ship combat. Um, It's a very different way of doing it. Wasn't the only way that you you folks survived is effectively that we had... Just you, Cow and uh, Cow and, and uh, Vu survived, and everyone else snuffed it. Well, Kinda, yeah. Jarvis was there. Jarvis and I were having the luck of the dice rolls after Fozza died. Um, <laughs> but there is a Fozza, n- Fozza died eventually. Really? Yeah, Fozza died. Is that why he hasn't been on the show for a while? <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible Sorry, who way! Is this Fozza person of which you speak. What a horrible way to find out. Oh, oh you, you, you heartless so-and-sos. You could have said he was ill for a couple of weeks. He was, he was very ill. Um, but the, the beautiful thing about the... Obviously, yes, it was a very, a very different experience to the Elite Dangerous uh, Encounters, which is, of course, Dave Hughes, our Cells and Lakes uh, version of the of the role-playing game, which, again, is slightly different and just just a slightly different feel, enough to make them different, which is great. Um, And if you want to hear the Lave Radio playthrough, you can. It's currently on the Lave Radio website and on iTunes. Just search for the EDRPG and you will find it. It's definitely worth it. It's a three-hour listen, but I I think it's a lot of fun. It's a three-hour audio drama, effectively. It is. Yeah. So we'd love your feedback on that so as don't well. Don't get attached to the characters. <laughs> and if oh, you yeah. are interested in picking up EDRPG, um, I believe that the website to go to is, is edrpg.co.uk? It is. Yeah, it is indeed. So you could go and I think, I'm not sure if they're going to put pre-orders up yet, but they'll be more than happy to take your orders, but you can definitely keep up to date with it there. And I can't see... Uh, there's a playtest book you can buy... Sorry, you can get for free, and then they're going to put information up soon with regards to how you can reserve yourself a copy. It says, uh, Kickstarter has now ended. If you have missed out and keen to get involved, the details will follow. So keep an eye on the edrpg.co.uk. And on top of that, um, I do believe our 
Station Commander Alan Stroud, he's been writing short stories for it, which are available on the EDRPG website at the moment. Yes, now these are not short stories um, of a complete nature. No, these are kind of like if you wanted to pick a scenario, you could take one of the short stories and use it as an opening for an adventure. It's kind of suggestions of nice different types of salvage missions you can set up for a game session and it's just to try and spark your uh, imagination as to what you can achieve in the EDRPG so definitely worth checking some of them are quite dark uh, Mr. Stroud is a very dark person <laughs> he just, he's got he's got a really nasty I, I certainly wouldn't like to upset him and have him in the vicinity of any sharp weaponries um, or you know, being in in charge of what I've got to do next, because he is got some yeah. There's there's evil in there. Oh dear. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that about our co-host Grants. <laughs> he's got evil in him. Oh, you'll find. Yes. It. He's got a, he's got a sadistic streak. That's definitely tr- definitely clear from these writings. Anyway, read them and you'll find out exactly what I mean. Um. If you think that Kate Russell's guts crotch knifing was bad, um, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> if you've not read it, but if you've not read it by now or listened to it by now, then you're way behind. But you know, I won't. Spo- I'm not going to spoil the circumstances of who, whose crotch it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. EDR tools. What's that about then? I'm basically going through these images just now, but do you remember a wee while back I mentioned a Unreal Tournament engine for demo area where basically you could run around a, a pad or a series of pads and look at various ships in Elite in the Unreal Tournament engine? Yes, yes I remember that. We, yeah. we Basically sort of jumping over asps and things like that. And Ex- exactly. Out- finding out exactly how big an asp is. Yep. So the guy, same guy who basically released that has done a whole load of other essentially vanity shots or something like that. They look absolutely beautiful using some of the artwork for some of the assets from Elite, some of the in-game stuff, and then rendering it all in the Unreal Tournament 4 engine. And oh my god, it looks beautiful beautiful uh, and I'm just I'm rotating around them at the moment just in the stream I'm guessing um, my son's internet is now back on as he's shouting at his friends as he's playing some kind of uh, <laughs> yes he's um, too scared I don't no. play elite with him anymore because he shoots out my life support and it makes me cry <laughs> so that's where he gets it from yes at least he comes get, comes across that kind of thing honestly um, but I was, actually, I was talking to the guy who did this and unfortunately he's got himself a real job now which is good but it does kind of mean that his his development time for ED Polygon is down a bit which is why he's just been releasing these static images rather than some of the you know rather than allowing us to just run around the game and sell ourselves Polly wants an atmosphere it, says Commander Pon he loves a party is he, is he, yes. is, is he kind of like Trying to be Russ Abbott. I think he's being a bit Russ Abbotty, which is, you know, that's a definite target audience reference there. 
Yeah, anybody under the age of 30 won't even know who Russ Abbott is. Russ <coughs> It's an atmosphere. He loves a party with a happy atmosphere. Um, what else do we have? <laughs> we have So that, yeah, that's interesting. So is, when do we reckon there'll be some updates on that then? On what? On this or on... On your EDR tools? It's just he's got a website and he was showing off some of his stuff and I guess he updates it when he does things, but just the the images you've got about... 120 odd images here which are absolutely shiny okay so, all right have a look at them and have a look at them and you've got art porn <laughs> ship ship art basically porn. yeah i watched uh oh, I, I'm or, sure. or base porn and things who's that attacking us now that wasn't me guys commander palm it's commander palm 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 patapom <laughs> it's one of those uh yeah he's he's fast he's too fast for me is he is he right fast he's not too fast for me <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Colin's after him in the. Uh, what you in the fighter? In the fighter. Oh, 30, 42% and going down. Pom may have um, carroted his last Russ Abbott reference in the chat <laughs> in the game chat for tonight. Oh, oh he got, no, he, got he ran away. He got out. He got away. He braved Sir Robden beautifully. Um, so yeah, go and check out that. I was watching a Dave Gorman episode about the fact that you know that you know porn uh, is a reserved word and should be left alone, and this car porn is a problem, and food porn is a problem, mm-hmm. spaceship <laughs> porn is a problem because now you're going to have to call it sex porn, <laughs> which makes complications when you're talking about you know car porn when it's actually porn in a car because then it's going to have to be sex car porn or sex car porn porn. Yeah, you get the, the problem. So, yes, um, there's some more shit porn for you out there, everyone. But not sex porn. Yeah. Just shit porn. No, just just shit porn. If you were watching the stream okay. earlier on, you would have been involved with multi-crew porn. Yes. <laughs> Unintended multi-crew porn, we must admit. <laughs> Hold steady. Yeah, right, that's going to happen. <laughs> it's making it difficult for me. I supposed to blow it. Are you on? Are you on about more porn here? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, Colin's trying to dock, so I decided to move my ship a little bit. Right. Um, oh. We have a message from the fuel rats. Who's put this one in the notes? That were me. Ah. Um, or are you going to say something, Colin? No, no, you first. So okay, well, I'll just do the the, the quick version of it. Is you know, there's a fuel rats. Occasionally, people are dicks. You know, fun, who'd have thought that? Who'd have thought that on the internet some people are dicks and they go off and do a fake, a fake rattle, uh, rattle alert? Shocking. And I know who'd have, who'd have thought it. And the fuel rats go off and call these people cats. That's by the by. Um, and but there've been a, there's been some cases of fight nights of the fuel rats taking umbrage to certain individuals hunting down fuel rats and then killing them and it's they're taking it out people have been taking it out of game and doxing them finding out where they live and various other nasty things and basically the fuel rats are saying we know what we're getting into every time we go out to rescue somebody it's not going to stop us rescuing anyone please don't take anything out of game right so we're getting to the point where people are getting upset and then yeah, getting to the old uh, threats and I know where you live and I'm yeah. going to display your information and yeah, which is where it gets it goes from being fun in a game to being serious and illegal and is yeah. definitely yeah. not worth getting into. So behave yourselves, people. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit loud. 
Thanks, Gordon. So, so people are actually um, doxing now over this. Threatening to... Par- apparently, yeah. I don't know if it's actually happened or if they're just threatening, but yeah. That's... Yeah. I, what? It's ridiculous. Well, you know, let, let's let's say a certain... Let's say Grant goes off and kills a few rats, and then I say, well, I know where you live and I'm going to come and get you. What, the, yeah, the fuel cool. rats are doxing people? No, 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 no. White knights of the fuel rats are doxing them. So Grant uh. goes off and records him killing somebody, him killing a fuel rat on the, on, and shows up on YouTube saying, ha ha, I got those stupid fuel rats. And then people are saying, well, we're going to find out where you live and we're going to come and kill you. Okay. Which is not kind of cool. No. No, not cool. It's not cool killing a fuel rat either, but that's another story. Totally different level of not cool. No, and it's, it's you know what happens in game should always remain in game. This is one of the dangers of yeah. of when a game gets taken too seriously. Um, yep. That you know it, it's not worth it's not worth your life. It's not worth your health. It's not worth your mental health either. If no. you're finding it difficult in that respect, then you need to take a break and and. Just take it a chance to calm down, but yeah, threatening to dox is, is yeah, abhorrent and not cool. Yeah, not cool, not cool at all. Right, Colin, you were going to add something. Um, yeah, just quickly, I was going to give a shout out to Commander Turgeon. Um, his series of Turgeon travels has basically come to an end. On he's done thirty of these quite uh, amusing exploration videos where. Obviously, Commander Turgeon goes a little space happy. Um, but they are well worth a watch. And, of course, Commander Turgeon, he's part of the broadcasts who are out at... Not all of them, but uh, some of them were out at, at PAX. Uh, so um, we'll put he, a link to his YouTube channel in the show notes and hopefully um, let people enjoy uh, his little exploration to the far side of the galaxy. Excellent. Just checking the uh, IRC chat. We've got a few people in there. Just having a look to see who's kicking about any questions in there. <coughs> nope. How's the questions on Twitch? Have they got any coming in, Ben? Nothing important's going on on Twitch, really. Um, we've obviously kept I mean, everyone just, entertained, just... or we've not triggered any brain yeah. activity whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Commander pa- uh, Commander Pom is now claiming he has Elite running on a pie, and people will be able to see that on Elite Meat. Oh yeah, we're excited to see that. That's going to be awesome. I don't believe it's Elite Dangerous running on the pie because don't get your hopes up. You know, a full Oculus setup on a pie uh, is not going to happen. Um, we've got a challenge from Splints. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, your turn, Jen Travels. That was what Colin was going through. Challenge from Splints. Thanks for the excellent broadcast. You're welcome. Um, multiple is the same ship prior to LaveCon and not main game and uh, Beta Surely. How likely is it that we will see three VR players in the same ship at the same time in the same room at LaveCon this year? Probably hugely now that you've said it in words. Um, it could well be. Uh, whether or not they'll record them or not, it's a case of, you know, certainly we can arrange something with people who want to do that. So if you have a VR rig and you're bringing it to the land room at LaveCon this year, then we would love to see it. Now, what did I see? I saw a message coming in over Skype earlier on from Karen. Right, LaveCon 2017 
is being sponsored by EDRPG and Ed Tracker. They are the two main sponsors for the event. Uh, that's a, an important update from Karen, the event organizer. Um, so definitely, that's awesome. That is awesome. Mm. They're two two of the big products that sell really well at FlavCon over the years as well because everyone loves the voice packs and everybody loves Ed Tracker. In fact, Fozzer raves about it. I've not got one. I need to get one actually because I was toying with the idea of getting another um, Track IR um, mm-hmm. because the Oculus is well, great and the, the Vive is great, but sometimes you cannot play cut off from the rest of the world. Yes, I, I would thoroughly recommend an ED tracker. I've got, I use one myself in the top shifts, uh, and you know Commander Brumster, uh, he's a top bloke who puts them all together. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, they can be a little fiddly, and of course I look like something like the Borg with all these wires coming out my head. But apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the game? Everyone disappeared. Um, yeah, so of course, running away. H, um, HCS voice packs again is another classic um, program add-on if you've ever used voice attack having your voice attacks and having um, I think if we can get Patrick Stewart that would be spectacular but we've got Data, we've got James T. Kirk, we've got Q, we've got Blind Blessed, we've got Paul, the guy Tom Baker, f- yeah, Tom Baker of course uh, we've got Norman Lovett, you've got Verity you've got Hattie oh crikey, I can't remember the names now but so many different Hattie ways Jakes. Jakes, no. yeah, of, of <laughs> of voicing up your uh, elite gameplay and making it interesting to keep you company in those long treks and explorations. And the quickest, I think, you know, there's there's one thing that justifies uh, voice attack and HCS voice packs. It is request docking. Just that on its own is the best feature of them. Because you're flying at this docking slot at a full pelt and you realise just as you're about to get into that zone that you've not requested it and it's going to take you a couple of seconds just to do the press, the button presses. So request docking and then boom, you get your docking pad and you avoid getting your warning, which is awesome. Um, right, Colin. No, 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 no. That's a, is that your, your wanting to talk about the uh, G'day pizza, mate, then, Ben? I th- I, yeah, I think it's awesome that you know we're actually having an elite meet down in Australia, where this Saturday they're doing an Australian pizza um, pizza meet at Sopranos Pizzeria in Emu Plains, which is in Sydney, from seven thirty in the evening, and that's Commander Red Thirteen, who's in Twitch at the moment, who's doing that, um, and he is. M J E L I C on Twitter. So if you want to go to that, get in touch with Magellic on Twitter, and he'll see you right. Yes, um, we, and we'll obviously we'll include all this in uh, our show notes as well. And see if we can get any pictures or anything because um, pizza meets. Aye, that'd be so cool. Are so easy to organise. We as actively as as Hutton Truckers have been actively encouraging people who are complaining or getting a bit 
put out that there's never any activities in their own area, the best way to gauge that is to have a pizza meet. Now, there's another one in Glasgow at the end of this month as well, which we'll be go- I'll, I'll be going to. Yep, yeah, it'll be our second Glasgow pizza meet, and it's such an easy way to do it. So it doesn't matter if there's two of you that turn up or just one. You know, well, one of you is a bit crap, but if there's at least two of you, then you've suddenly got an event to then feedback. You meet someone else that plays the game, and it encourages more people to come the next time, and you just grow it slowly. And before you know it, you will have a very decent core team who will be able to help you organise a convention of your own. We're obviously happy to give tips and help where we can to people that are wanting to do these things in their own neck of the woods because the more of them the better and the more people that can get along to these will get hooked on them because meeting other people in this game is flipping awesome uh, because they're pretty much all relatively decent most of the time except for Ben Sorry, I'm going to have to fess up and say, I'm sorry, Alien and Snoz. I've been reading your messages about me not mentioning Elite Meat. And they're just making me have to not mention Elite Meat anymore. So I'm not going to mention Elite Meat. I told them, I told, I told them, uh, well, I told the the, the Elite Meat organisers that I was going to talk about Elite Meat tonight. Uh, And I was just making sure we got all the business out uh, of the way. Yeah. Because we've had, in Twitch, we've had. Alien and Snoz. I've been getting PMs. I've been getting slapped. <laughs> Midden's trying to do various nasty things to me because yeah, we're not mentioning elite meats. We are. We're about to. We've mentioned it all the way through. <laughs> I've been banned from elite meat according to Alien. <laughs> right. Well, the key thing, the information that is brand spanking uh, you, is of course elite meat is taking place in Bristol on the first of April this year. Tickets are available now at elite meat dot info that is a website and you can buy your tickets for the event there and you know i think we've got finalized numbers in the next week for the meals so if you want to pre-book your meal then you're going to have to do that soon you don't have to you the ticket will entitle you to a lunchtime buffet and if you want to go for the evening meal it is going to take the form now that we are we found out today it will be in the form of a hot buffet with a vegetarian option as well so it's a buffet for lunch and a buffet for your meal and uh, that is going to be awesome we have so much going on at elite meet this year it is going to be spectacular and over a hundred tickets sold it's going to be busy the hotel has no more rooms left although we believe that they have had some recent vacancies but they're not appearing on the booking websites so the easiest way to confirm whether there are any rooms available is to phone the hotel directly and ask them if they have any rooms that's the best way to guarantee that you don't miss out there are other hotels nearby it's going to be awesome on the 1st of April so I think on the 28th of March is pizza meat in Glasgow and then I'm not going to be popular Mrs Cow is not going to be happy with me going out two nights in the same bloody week and I'm going out tomorrow night as well I thought I was going out tonight but that was a disappointment um, it's actually tomorrow night I made a mistake um, so elitemeet.info for your latest information it is going to be spectacular we will have a vibe there we will have an Oculus Touch to try out we will have some entertainment put on we're going to have plenty of games we've got Ellie Collins uh, miniatures game is going to be there there's going to be I'm not sure if we've got EDRPG as yet I think they're looking at being there to, to run a few sessions we should have yeah spectacular stuff 
Um, and of course, elites running on a pie. <laughs> what more could you want? That's both food groups. I don't know if it is a food group. It's pie a food group. It's, it's two food yeah. groups, isn't it? Because it's a raspberry as well. It's mm. your entire diet if you're from Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to get killed for that one. <laughs> Do we have any... Oh, God, there's a red, red contact on our scanners here. That'll be uh, Commander Palm still. Um, mm -hmm. Let's have a look and see who we've got. Commander Phoenix the Fire flying my fighter. We have got... Commander Baron de Kalb, we have got Shepherd OC, um, Commander Payne's here, oh, Pom, I've already said, who else is here? 6F4, thanks for that battle earlier on, that was a laugh. Uh, thank you to everyone that was at Lave Station. Uh, we have the Team Speak chat, so we'll give a quick shout out to Commander Starion, Commander Ventura, Hogworm, Nopleus, Ripped, Sneevis, Snoz, and Taran. Who's in your Twitch, Ben? I'm not going to mention everyone's Twitch. There's about 60 of them. So, hello to all 60 uh, oh. of you. Yeah, and I'm not going to say anything to Alvin, though, because I'll. No, no, I'm going to mention Alvin, because Alvin rocks. And I'm actually, I am going to have to give a shout out to Mike, because Mike's had a shite time with a double eight, and we love you, Mike, even though you're a twat. A more heartfelt, a more heartfelt message has never been given before. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just quickly say that I mean I've been in multi crew with Grant for most of the night, and it seems to be reasonably stable after that little glitch right at the beginning. That was Ben, and I've got a feeling. Oh, Pom's taking pot shots. I've got a feeling that the, the issue with um, the the people getting dumped out of the connection when I started committing crimes was because I'd set the options for it being a, a tuition, tutoring, as opposed to mentoring rather than... Piracy. Yeah, the piracy. <laughs> so I've now changed it to piracy so that we can fire at will. So, <laughs> I can't see a commander will. No, he's not here, but Pom oh, will do. Oh, put him tish. Pom will do. Um, I see, is Ben actually in game yet? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm currently flying in pain, actually. Oh, you're in cruise? But I, yeah, I, I'm, in, I'm in with pain, but I don't know where pain is. Okay, but pain, pain, pain was, wasn't pain's at the Pain's here. Yeah. I saw him a minute. He's here, he's in this horrible green T9. Well, Basically, okay, it looks like a then. giant snotted over it. Okay, that's interesting because I'm I'm in with pain, but it looks like we're just in the middle of nowhere. Oh, here we go! Commander Palms opened up. So we will um, finish up the show. I think would be a good idea, and then we shall finish up everybody at the civilian broadcast. Big words. Yep. Starting with Palm. 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 Who's not going to last much longer after my gunnery gunnery skills are up to scratch? Oh, who else has joined in? That'll be pain. Nope, 64F. 6F4, even. Oh, Pom's got out of range. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he's too fast as well. Right, so we're going to die here. What I'll then do, that that is it for another episode of Live Radio. You buggers attacking me when I've got to read this big bit out. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you would like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com. 
or visit at Facebook forward slash Lave Radio or at Lave Radio on Twitter. You can join the Discord chat channel by going to tinyurl.com forward slash Lave Chat or you can join our TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat. That's teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half past eight and streamed out on laveradio.com forward slash live audio and twitch.tv forward slash Lave Radio for video. Thank you to Colin and Ben for joining me tonight. Thanks to those commanders that joined us outside Lave stations. Well, actually, no, it wasn't there, was it? It was the Lave um, civilian <laughs> broadcast point where I'm about to die. And uh, until next time, if you cannot fly safe, or you buggers <laughs> have killed me, which I've just died, then... We flew dangerous. <laughs> we did. We flew reckless. Fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 14th of March, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Commander Braben foretells the future. Lorenz Legion, organisational fiasco. Can lightning conductors keep Thargoids at bay? Alliance experiment on missing pilot. Commander Braben foretells the future. Commander Braben, the half-brother of Commander Bruben of Barnard Star, has been talking about life, the universe, and everything. According to Braben, the Guardians, whose ancient ruins have been recently discovered, have been extinct for at least one million years. He explained how, given the size of the galaxy and the time it takes for an intelligent life to evolve, and then the very brief period it survives, it's very, very unlikely that we'll ever meet other intelligent life. To support this theory, 
Braben questioned whether the alien high predictions were real, suggesting that they might be faked. He also discussed the nature of the barnacles, explaining that he believes that their organic life, possibly genetically engineered, that burrow far down below the planet's surface to extract materials. He said that the barnacles were in some ways very similar to the unknown artefacts, which leach metal from the fabric of any ship that picks one up. Braven was not able to give an explanation as to why the barnacles are clustered in certain areas, but he said he was intrigued as to why the Empire and the Federation seemed so ready to go to war over one such area, the Pleiades, and was interested to find out how they'd interact with what he described as the incoming aliens. Braven ended by repeating something he said before, that our actions would determine the future. We are, he said, on the edge of a precipice, but we might be able to remain there for some time to come. Things, he said, have the scope to become very nasty indeed. Lorenz Legion fiasco continues. The two-week community goal organised by Lorenz Legion that was announced as complete by the incompetent system administrator Cuthric Delaney last week is receiving very little support and has not even reached the third tier. The PRISM system, one time home of the now deceased Kahina Loren, is run on behalf of the Empire by Loren's one-time accomplice Delaney. His premature announcement of the end of the appeal has no doubt had an impact on the number of commanders working to deliver tantalum. There are rumours that some of Loren's ex-partners carried out a major theft of meta-alloys recently. By contrast to the fiasco in the PRISM system, the military militia appeal for commodities in the XI2 Loopy system is progressing well, with significantly better support. Calls for Delaney to step down cannot be far away. Can lightning conductors keep Thargoids at bay? An interesting video released at the end of last week shows dystopian commanders with smudgy faces and spiky ships apparently meeting aliens, in exactly the way Commander Braben said they wouldn't. The reason for the smudgy faces is unclear. It may be that the commanders were on their way to a fancy dress party, or that they didn't understand how eyeliner works. The ships were far more intriguing, however, apparently rusty and with huge metal spikes like lightning conductors. The ships are seen parked up near a barnacle site, where they are apparently joined by one of the sunflower ships from the High Predictions. And then something far, far bigger appears, dwarving the cobra and the sunflower ship and completely hiding the asp from view. The theory that lightning conductors can keep the Thargoids at bay clearly needs a bit more work. Alliance Experiment on Missing Pilot. A story that appeared in the local news in several serious controlled systems at the end of January highlights the plight of a pilot who is believed still to be undergoing torture at the hands of the Alliance. Commander Andy Gill, who disappeared some months back, was found in his escape pod near the Pleiades by a salvage crew on the 30th of January. But instead of being taken to a nearby station, he was taken 600 light-years further away from the bubble, to the Mahan Research Base in the California Nebula, allegedly for medical assistance. 
Stories leaking out from the Alliance base, however, tell a very different story. Commander Gill is apparently being kept under guard, against his will, and is being both interrogated and experimented upon. Those who believe the Alliance to be a power preferable to Empire and Federation would do well to consider the fate of Commander Gill. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.